The following is brought to you by Braided Media. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Thriving Thursday on the Empowered in My Skin podcast. Are you ready to be inspired by chewable size episodes? Well, I think you are. Let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes! <laughs> Welcome to the next episode of Thriving Thursday. As usual, I am joined by, she's phenomenal, she's magnificent, she is kind, she is great, she is such a soul sister to me. Put your hands, put your ears together for the amazing Gabby Wambi Mamone. <laughs> wow, the intros are always different. You are my sister as well, my girl. Thank you very much. So today's topic, you're going to guess it based on keywords that oh, I'm going to Oh, we're say. doing this one again. Yes. Oh, I wasn't good at the last you, one. Yes, okay. you okay. can guess as well, listeners. What do you think we're going to talk about with using these words? Mm. Texting, internet, gossip, social media, smoke breaks, snack breaks, emails, meetings. What category does all that fall into? Breaks. No, no, no. So texting, smoking. Texting and smoking just threw me way off. Um, yeah. Emails. Yeah. Social media. Social media. They're all... F- I was, at first, I was like, oh, we're going to talk about communication. I don't know. I, okay. I don't know. I'm going to guide you even more. Okay. If you are working... Mm-hmm. And your phone rings, and you get an email, and people visit you, and you have smoke breaks or snack distractions. breaks. Distractions. Distractions. <laughs> yes. You got it. Distractions. We all have them. Yes, we, we do. Yes, we do. Life's disruptors are distractions, and that's what we want to talk about today. Everybody can relate. So let's first start off by talking about what do you do when you're feeling distracted at work wow so i'm gonna i and I, we never talked about distractions before in this podcast no I'm you just... know we have talked about distractions on the panel okay but we never talked about it on a thriving thursday not that I recall in full okay. detail. Okay, so then I might be saying this for the first time because I listened to something just before I answer that question. Yeah. I, I have to say that it really, and the reason I'm saying that, because to frame this up correctly, I need to share that this perspective because I would have answered this question very differently after I had learned this. So I listened to oh. this amazing Mind Valley podcast. Okay. What I'm going to ask you a question now. What is okay. the opposite of distraction? Oh, I think we did talk about this before, uh, but we did it in a different context. And so, opportunity. Yeah, no, the opposite of distraction is traction. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right? And so, right. Right. Yeah, and so I was learning that you can't be distracted from something if it's not on your calendar. Yes. And so this, this thought leader was saying that a lot of times with his clients, they're like, oh, I'm distracted from this and this and that. He's like, show me your calendar. And then... They show them the calendar and it's empty. And so I say that because I now recognize when I am truly distracted. And when I'm truly distracted, 
I'm, and because it was something that was on my calendar, I'm actually then able to qualify what distracted me. And then I can answer for myself, why? Why did something become more important than what I had scheduled myself to do? Right. And what I really love from that, um, then that, that, that episode too is, is, you know, success is, is what you said you were going to do for as long as you said you would without any distraction. Mm. And, and it made me realize just how unsuccessful I've been. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so, so, so now I'm actually able to answer that question. So typically the things that distract me from achieving the things that I set out to do and the time frame that I set to do it. Um, and what I do around that now is I bring awareness to it. And when I realize that I've been distracted from something I had intended and planned to do, then I start to ask myself, why, why, what distracted me? Why do I believe I was so easily distracted? Why did I make it more of a priority? And it allows me to be able to fix for it. You know, um, whereas before I would, I would lose awareness. Like if something, if I'm not scheduled and a, and a ping on my phone comes and then it's uh, you know, or if I decide to open up my phone and look at Instagram or something like that, next thing you know, it's like 20, 30 minutes later, I'm so oblivious to, okay, what was I trying to do? And what, you know, what did that, that, what did that take me away from doing? You know? So, so now being, and I remember you talked about it because that's how I remember about this topic is because you said that you put everything on your calendar. Yes. Yeah. You often put everything on your calendar. And so I ask you the same question, like how because that you have that sort of innate practice, um, do you observe when you're distracted? And if so, why do you get distracted? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, uh, that has to do with the term multitasking. Mm-hmm. I personally, you'd have to really sell me on the fact that multitasking is effective and can be done effectively. Like, I just don't, I just don't see multitasking as an ability that we can do very well. And the reason why is because how on earth can we complete two projects simultaneously? Say that word for me. Simultaneously. Thank you. <laughs> Effectively, yeah. right? I mean, there's just so many behavioral things. How do you answer an email while your phone rings? And so, yes, these are things where I turn off my notifications on social media. Mm-hmm. And if I'm scheduled to respond to my emails, then that's all that I'm doing mm-hmm. during that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And I schedule time in my calendar with my children mm-hmm. and I schedule everything. The thing about distractions is that life disruptions should not become distractions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that's where I'd like the conversation to go mm-hmm. is with all of the things that are thrown at us in mm-hmm. life, how do you feel? How do you make sure that they do not become distractions? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I intentionally did some stuff, you know, about what are we now? Five years ago, because I did it December 2016th. I remember because I was on vacation and mm. I knew I was going to be taking on a new role in my career. And I knew that it was quite an elevated role. And I wanted to make sure that I could have the level of focus that I needed in order to be able to succeed. And I started to think about some of the things that take time, like take take me away, eat up my time unnecessarily. And so I turned off all notifications on my phone with the exception of those that require mm-hmm. me to do something if they sound. 
because mm-hmm. I'd also learned from Melanie Saka, who's like this amazing um, thought leader around, you know, the whole con- uh, topic around um, capacity and creating capacity for ourselves, that the minute you get a, like one of those pop-ups on your phone, whatever you were doing, you turning to look at your phone to just even take a glimpse at what the notification was, it takes you 23 minutes to get back to the same level mm. of of um, of concentration that you were before. And every ping, it's accumulative, mm. right? So if it's 23 minutes and then you get another ping before you complete that 23 minutes, then you have to add on that. You know what I mean? Like you're continuously adding on the 23 minutes. So that really changed my life. And that has actually, you know... Um, really changed even my surroundings because I realized that a lot of those that are close to me and in my, in my environment, my tribe, they know, like if they want to get in touch with me, they have to call me. Um, and if they call me, then I know it's because they want to get in touch with me, even if I'm not able to take their call at the time. Um, they also recognize that I'm not necessarily going to respond to a text within the time frame that they might think I should respond to. <laughs> Right. You know, not your emergency is not my urgent. Your your urgency is not my emergency. Right. In in essence. (laughs) So I I do. I schedule time. I line up time in my day to look at my phone for text messaging, for email. And and then there's a lot of things I push to social media. And and it's very rare that I schedule time for social media. Um, I might schedule time to do some posts and stuff like that that is intentional around the business. But Mm -hmm. to just go and just chill out on social media. Yeah, no, I have, I, to this day, I haven't scheduled time to do that. I must be doing something else. Like I'm either getting a pedicure and I'll use mm-hmm. the time to multitask and do something like that. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, I think, I think to your point is those things that you know, that have the ability to disrupt you from, from, you know, doing the work that actually matters in your life, you need right. to take control over them, you know? So yeah. that's fundamentally the biggest lesson is you control your those life disruptions versus them controlling you, you know, and, and to just also um, add more to the whole talk about multitasking. I actually don't think it's possible. Like I, I, yeah, I know I you cannot at 100% put energies to two different things at the same, at the same level or, or intensity at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. I don't you think the brain 100%. works that way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The other thing too, when we're talking about meetings from a work perspective, I find that it's very, very important to close the loop on meetings. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is instead of risking follow-up interruptions after mm-hmm. a meeting, it's mm-hmm. imperative that we end a meeting with actionable mm-hmm. next steps mm-hmm. with clearly assigned responsibilities with due dates Mm -hmm. because what happens is if you leave a meeting and then nobody knows what they're doing then the conversation begins Mm -hmm. in email again Mm -hmm. right and that's that is just such an extra amount of time Mm -hmm. and distractions in the day so Mm -hmm. i find that closing the loop on meetings is always very very important always make sure that we have clearly assigned responsibilities and i love that you actually brought that into the space because i think it's almost closing the loop on almost everything right like Mm. making sure that there's either there's a call to action or that the item that you're doing is actually that what you intended to do for the task that you're working on is actually completed for that moment yeah you know agreed otherwise start to pay attention to how many tasks you're leaving undone yeah agreed and that also limits the layers of approval Mm -hmm. right so that there'll be less paperwork to move around and there's fewer interruptions for people and so Mm -hmm. it just makes sense thank you so much for bringing this i mean 
I, I could talk, I mean, this could be a topic every week because I guarantee you the muscle that we need to develop in order to limit the amount of disruptions and um, that we have from, you know, achieving our goals and, you know, just the vision that we've set for our lives, it needs to be in front of us every single day, 100%. Yes, <laughs> yeah. agreed. Well, seeing as we talked about closing the loop in meetings, how about we close a loop on this podcast? <laughs> yes. What's the action item for today? The action item I think for today is I've learned, and Gabby has been doing it in her life, is you need to schedule what it is that you planned to do or what you, what you want to do. So you're doing it with intention. And then that way you have some mechanism based on looking at your calendar and what you intended to do to keep track of those things that distract you and actually then drive for improvements in your life based on what your findings are. So it's important. I think we need to be intentional about what we plan to do so that we get it done and, uh, and avoid life, disrupt- life disruptions unnecessarily. I love it. And Gabby? I love it as well. Yes, I think we've taught the people today. But this <laughs> is where we sadly have to say, we're out. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. I trust you're saying to yourself, I'm fully empowered in my skin. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you feel can benefit from the empowering content that we deliver. As Tom Billia says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been fun hanging with you. It's your girl and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>